0: Alright, we are live, greetings ladies and gentlemen, my name is Renegade Operative and today we are doing a podcast on the best and worst video game soundtracks. Obviously, I'm Renegade Operative and I'd like to introduce you to my panel, which is the first guest here, JoJo.
1: Hello, how y'all doing? Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this one, as I like I like video game soundtracks.
0: The next one is Daybreaker Rain. How's it
2: going, guys? I actually forgot this was happening today. So when I woke up to like 45 messages in Discord, I was like, oh.
0: (laughs) Yep, it's always good to see those notifications just in case you sign up for something and you forget later.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Next up is Mr. Inferno Dragon.
3: What is up, people?
0: Next up is Andre.
4: What up guys, um, I, same as Rain, I legit forgot this was day. I thought it was like weeks later, but apparently it was like today, so yeah, but can't wait to talk about some soundtracks with you guys.
0: Alright, so this is gonna be like, um, just us spitballing about our favorite like, OSTs, licensed <laughs> soundtracks, they really do count, so you can use like, stuff from GTA or whatever, that's totally fine. I'm going to skim through my list first and then we're going to discuss right after. So, uh, the first one that is like my favorite is the True Crime Streets of LA soundtrack. I just, it's a lot of like West Coast flair to the soundtrack. It's it's really great if you're like relative to like a lot of either metal, you know, hip hop, uh, jazz, R&B. It just has a lot of flavor to it um it it stands out after years of listening to it for so long so whenever i boot this up on like spotify or something i think that's the best thing when you find like a soundtrack on spotify and you really enjoyed it and it had a lot of licensed music it really clicks with you uh so i think they did a good job there the next one that's like a really cool video game soundtrack is streets of rage 2. i i just love the ghost street theme it's like synonymous with going out there and beating people's asses in the middle of the street and I'm so glad that they decided to take the remix soundtrack and bring back the classic theme but rearranging it a little bit making it a little bit different while also giving you the original OST. Um, I like the RA3 soundtrack as well i think that it's really great for what it does i'm also talking about like the original for this one not the remake but the remake is also great as well with the recomposed soundtrack um save theme you know free from fear like nemesis just stalking you as well like the music where you have the tension you know playing in the main menu i thought that was also cool uh silent hill 2 is a great soundtrack because it's just the the end themes of the uh, soundtracks that they have for the different endings you get really sounds like either melodic or very depressing and it fits the tone of that game. And the last one for my favorite is Neo 1. Uh, Neo 1 had a lot of soundtracks that were obviously very war oriented, very inspired by like the feudal Japan world and everyone just clashing swords and fighting. So I really enjoyed that a lot. Uh, I think the thing that people will remember the most is when you die so many goddamn fucking times that you hear the theme play um, that's involving the death theme. And, and it constantly pops up and it's like, well, you just died. So you're going to be listening to this for like the next five hours. Hmm so that that is like essentially my favorites i'm gonna hand it off to someone else and then after we finish favorites for everyone else i'm going to do negatives for like the bad soundtracks and then we're gonna just talk a little bit about random stuff and wrap up from there next up we're gonna just do a daybreaker so you can discuss your favorites
2: all righty so um i have a couple written down uh, first one being the Mystical Ninja Star and Goemon soundtrack for the N64. It's probably one of the better soundtracks out there for the N64. I know a lot of people don't really care for some of the soundtracks that are on that system, but that one just, it every track just really fits the area that you get to explore. And uh, it's always been one of my favorites. And I actually found out a little bit of trivia that the actual physical soundtrack um, printing of it, like it's super rare and it's super expensive. A friend of mine actually, when he was in Japan, saw it for like I think a hundred thousand yen, and that's like ridiculous amount of money here in the U.S. So yeah, it's a super sought after uh, physical soundtrack. But I've always loved it. Um, my next soundtrack, this one was kind of hard to choose because I really like all the soundtracks from at least one through six. Is Mega Man X Five. But I think Mega Man X5 for me stands out more out of all of the X game soundtracks. Uh, I do really like X4's soundtrack. I also like X, X6's soundtrack, even though that game's kind of not really that great for a lot of people as well. Um, and that one, uh, again, is just something that I could always go back and listen to. I, I always thought that the music really fit well and they, they did justice to each of the levels. There was the right mix of music that could. You know, is pumping is is really good to pump you up, like the the uh, bike bike level where you're on the bike at the beginning. That one's really good. So yeah, that's always been uh, one that's stuck out to me. The next one I have written down, and I'm gonna say this as a series because the the majority of the soundtrack went over to the next game is the Guilty Gear Exert games. I've always been a fan of the Guilty Gear soundtracks and I really, really love the excerpt stuff, especially all the uh, vocal soundtracks that are out throughout the game. Probably my favorite one is it plays kind of close to the climax of the story in excerpt sign and it's called storyteller. And I really like that, that track a lot. Um, Staple of the, of the game. And, uh, just seeing that uh, so many people like that soundtrack too, that like a couple of people like Little V have done covers of some of the songs. So that's really cool. Another one from my childhood that I written down, that's always stuck stuck with me is the Panzer Dragoon soundtrack from the Sega Saturn. I've always really liked it because it's, it's very orchestral and I'm not normally a really big fan of that type of music, but I feel like, again, it was one of those soundtracks that just really fit. Like, every track fit the area that you put... Every level had a very good track. Um, So it's something I always listen to all the time. And then, of course, I also had um, Demon's Crest* soundtrack, which is from the Super Nintendo. And that's my all-time favorite Super Nintendo game. Again, a very, very good soundtrack. It just absolutely nails the the theme and the setting of the game. It has a very dark sort of... um, you know, a dark, mysterious sort of sounds to it. it. It really feels like there's just like a very like dark haze over the world that you're exploring as you play, and it really fit fits the tone of the game. Uh, my next one that I have up is the Ikaruga soundtrack, probably one of my favorite uh, shoot 'em up titles. I, I know it's not super. Like it's renowned enough that it's gotten a bunch of ports and everything like that. But I know some people prefer other shoot 'em ups to it. But the soundtrack is is really really good. Again, it's one of those soundtracks that I feel that each track fits the stage that you play, and it just really gets you hyped. And uh, the final one that I have is actually a recent one that I've really grown to like is the uh, Axiom Verge soundtrack, and that one really just captured the the setting and the tone for what it was going for, and it just it really, really um, stuck with me. Like it kind of, it was kind of mind-blowing because I didn't expect that because a lot of the games that follow, you know, a specific format, in this case, Axiom Verge was very much inspired by the likes of Metroid. So for me, it was kind of like one of those things where it'd be really, really hard to replicate its sort of similar style soundtrack, but they, they managed to do it with Axiom Verge. So it's something I listen to all the time.
0: All right, so we're gonna move on to Infernal Dragon. list yours good sir.
3: All right, thank you very much. So turns to some of my favorites. I'm gonna start right now with gonna get out of the ball right now Persona 5 and that definitely includes Royal as well. I I mean, I'm pretty sure the internet has already spoken up enough about how P5 soundtrack is just amazing in every way possible and I will agree. Just from, just from the battle theme alone, you'd think Last Surprise being a lyrical battle theme would get annoying after a while. But I don't know what the hell they did over at Atlas, but they somehow managed to just make it work. And that's just one soundtrack, like part of the soundtrack. And the new one for Royal Takeover, I'm still not sick of it. And I put like hundreds of hours into this damn game alone. And themes of the palaces all fit well. I mean, even palace 5 which we all we all know is terrible but we all like it anyway because it still fits the motif it's got a lot of style and no matter what people say it's also got substance as well themes are also great again it's just it really captures its own themes well and i'd say that for all the persona games it's just that 5 in particular i just really like the most out of all of them which is a hard pick i know for some but i do love me some p5 soundtrack Another one is Okami, which simple to say. It's all like you know, just Japanese kind of instruments. And while I myself haven't fully finished it yet, I love what I'm hearing though. Especially the battle theme. I can I actually used it once in a Smash meme. (laughs) I do love some of that, like the serenity of like uh, I forget the name of the fields and the creepiness of that ghost ship. Every place has some great ambiance with its soundtrack, and may the spider queen rot in hell. Oh, okay, this one was a toughie. So, Final Fantasy is a series we all know that has some highs and lows with its soundtrack. But uh, to, to narrow it down to one, I, I would just I'm just gonna say for the moment anyway, um, fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen. While a good chunk of its soundtrack is taking tracks from some of the more popular Final Fantasy games and remixing them, which is fine, but I like the remixes they use. It gives some better life into some older tracks, it revives older tracks, and introduces them to a newer audience, even when it doesn't remix it, like for Six's boss theme when you're fighting Ultros. I was pleasantly surprised to hear that. And I love the hodgepodge of just all the love to the, some of the series best. And I can't ever especially get enough of some of the final boss tracks. I'm not going to say the names of any of the bosses. You know, just like, I don't want to ruin anyone's experience with it. But I will say especially the, um, what's it, Dragon Song. The One of the final boss scenes for the Heavensward expansion. Then, we have the final boss of the Stormblood expansion. I don't know the name of that track, but I don't care. I'll just say Royal Menagerie. And then, well, there, there's a theme to Shadowbringers, which is used in its final boss. I don't know how the hell they keep knocking it out of the park, especially with final boss tracks. And especially just, well, boss tracks in general. Even the mini-boss tracks are catchy in some cases. It's like, uh, Soken does some amazing freaking work, and you can't also forget uematsu's work in 14 especially in the 1.0 side of things we all know that game was crap but at least the soundtrack was great the town themes the overall themes everything every part of it gives you this grand sense of adventure which i feel is great especially for a big mmo like that because especially if you're addicted and i have plenty of friends that are it's good to have especially in especially when you need that longevity with how the world is right now I I have my qualms with the game sure but I will never say anything bad about its soundtrack it's oh it's some good shit holy wow All right uh next up I got down the first sonic adventure I know some people will defend 2s a lot and it's still good but I prefer adventure 1 for a different kind of reason I like the variety in the music like you don't just have a lot of rock and electric guitar which is still good don't get me wrong but i again i love the variety of music you have you have your rock you have your jazz you have your like serene you have basically just have a, another big mix of different genres like i can go into i can go into a stage like emerald coast and get two different feels at the same time i can go into Casinopolis. It's like you have the lobby, then you have the pinball tables, and then you have uh, that funky sewer track. Yeah, funky sewer track. I never thought since Ninja Turtles, I'd say something like a funky sewer track, but anyone who's played the game knows that when you go down into the sewers in Casinopolis, it's some really funky crap, especially since it's the best way to get rings for that stage. So I, I especially can't get enough of it. And can't can't ever forget open your heart crush 40 does some fantastic stuff and i just wish that sonic team would get them back into the limelight already i think they did with team sonic racing but that's a whole other can of worms
0: yeah i really enjoyed like the crush 40 soundtracks for sonic adventure especially like the first one i think that's when people really started getting like very very interested in that band and they kept on like pursuing uh, more and more opening soundtracks with them and even shadow of the hedgehog i mean for all intensive purposes of what you may think of that game uh it had a very good opening soundtrack that a lot of people will remember because of course it says i am and it really sounds badass once you hear it in motion
3: not the Dutch mentioned 06, but that's still all 3rd Oh, uh, oh <laughs> music.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's uh, like, it, it, there are those moments where a game can be bad in terms of quality, but somehow you can still say, like, it has a kick-ass soundtrack. This is what I felt with Mega Man X6. It's yeah. a very bad game. It's a very <laughs> awful freaking game, but the soundtrack <laughs> is memorable. I, I can't take that away from it.
3: Yeah, it, I do have one more. Uh, between the three of them, it was so hard to choose in this series, but I'm still going to give it to the first Xenoblade game. Like uh, Between 1, X, and 2, all three of them have some really kick-ass soundtracks, but the first one is... It's immemorialized in the internet at this point for many reasons now, especially since the game finally picked up in popularity in the past several years. Hell, even getting that that new Switch release later this month, and I, it has it has both day and night tracks, which you don't see very often in some games. I I know it sounds like it should be a given, but it's surprisingly less common than I thought it would be. And every place fits so perfectly. I mean, I'll especially give a special mention to Gar Plane, which I think has become especially synonymous with Xenoblade, and the character even even Shulk in general, because when it's introduced, it has one of the best introductions I've ever seen in a video game. Like, it just is a large, open field, all this, like, flora and fauna, and it hits you right in the face as, like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a big one. And can't can't ever forget the battle music either, like, the the boss theme, the unique monster theme, and, hell, the the one use of Unfinished Battle, which was actually composed by Yoko Shimomura, who composed for Kingdom Hearts. Hopefully they used it more in the remake, but that's wishful thinking. But yeah, if I keep gushing about Xenoblade, I think we'll be here for another couple hours, and I don't want to do that. So, all in all, I can't get enough of it at all. So, there you go.
0: Alright, so we're gonna give the mic to JoJo. JoJo, can you explain your favorites within the video game soundtrack verse?
1: Gladly. Um, I'll start off with a classic of mine that's ironically a licensed soundtrack. This was part of my high school days when I had a Dreamcast, and I got a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. And on that one, we had a lot of we had a lot of tracks that I liked back in those days like uh Power Man 5000, When Worlds Collide, uh Papa Roach, uh kind of music of the time, but I enjoyed it and um put me in the mood to play the game, that's for sure. And um a series I obviously cannot get over the soundtrack of is um like uh like what uh, I think Daybreaker said, Guilty Gear x2 the guilty gear games pretty much and yeah i agree with you there renegade power man 5000 takes me back (laughs) um and i what was i dang it um yeah my other favorite soundtrack was the um the dynasty warriors music obviously from all of those kinds of games where it's like you know you're in a big battlefield and you just got this adrenaline rush going. You got the Dynasty Warriors soundtrack going, and I did say Guilty Gear there a second ago. Um, I love the Guilty Gear sa- soundtrack. Like back in back in college, I had I like burned a CD of like the songs from the game just to listen to while I'm doing my college homework. And I, I like good Adrenaline Rush music, which is why I like, you know, Dynasty Warriors music and Guilty Gear, as well as the Dynasty Warriors spinoffs. But uh when it comes to, when it comes to, like, shooter-style games, like, my soundtrack is based on my, what I like is based on my mood. So, like, if I'm in, like, a really, you know, high-octane shooty experience, uh, there's a game called Painkiller. It's on the PC, and, uh, the original xbox you could buy it on steam if you want to it's really good like it's got really really good metal soundtrack it's got no lyrics but it definitely gives you that adrenaline rush that you love and then there's the uh soundtracks i like for their atmosphere and uh one of those is obviously the first four silent hill games those soundtracks mm, ma- nailed it nailed it like a like a hammer <laughs> especially uh um especially the uh the ending soundtracks during the credits of uh, Silent Hill 2 that's a really good song to listen to by itself same thing with the uh same thing with Silent Hill 3 soundtrack where they actually started introducing lyrics and it was kind of cool that they even threw in the soundtrack on a CD if you bought the PS2 version back in the day um Another set of soundtracks I really like are from the Dragon Quest games, because listening to those while you're playing a big adventure game really, really fits the mood. Like, makes you feel like, yeah, you're on this big adventure, and you got these awesome orchestral soundtracks. I'm not even a big fan of orchestral soundtracks, because you hear them in everything now. But the uh, Dragon Quest ones were fantastic, especially in the latest release, DQ-11. There were a lot of tearjerker moments in the music. Uh, I guess one more soundtrack that I really liked, which was another atmospheric one, was the uh, the Quake soundtrack done by good old Trent Reznor himself. Um, it nailed the atmosphere, the dark, brooding atmosphere of the games, as well as uh, the high-impact, you know... Gunplay, where you're running around you're shooting shooting monsters and shit trying to stay alive and that that soundtrack was awesome too especially uh in quake 3 quake 3 arena which is a really fun game and uh soundtrack on that one's really fun to listen to i used to have a cd of that to listen to while i did homework uh yeah, that's it. On that's that's those are my favorite soundtracks. I'm sure there's others on here, but I don't want to take up too much time.
0: It's cool, man. It's cool. Uh, the the last one we have for our favorites is Andre. So Andre, good sir, what is your favorite soundtracks?
4: Ah, uh, uh, thanks. I'll gladly take this. One. Um, okay, at the top of my head, um, let's see. Oh yeah, Dragon Daxter has really good music. The first Dragon Daxter, it's kind of more like um. It's kind of like a Crash Bandicoot feel to it. If anyone's played the first game, because Jaguar does have some similarities to it, but it's got like really, it's got like really relaxing music. Cause like most of the game takes place on these islands, and like Island mostly, and there's and the music in that game is just really relaxing to listen to. I really enjoyed it because I grew up on the Jack games, and I definitely enjoyed like the OST a lot. Um, another game I can think of is. You know, it's a series of games, but probably the Yakuza games. Um, all the Yakuza games have really good music, so it's, like, really hard to figure out, like, what a favorite of mine is, but I really love the Yakuza Zero soundtrack. Like, a lot of the battle games are just awesome, because, like, QU and Majima have their own, like, battle to them, and I just kind of love, like, doing karaoke and disco on the game. Like, all of those tracks are just amazing, you know, like, Baka Matai and Judgment and 24 Hours in a like, I can't get enough of those tracks, they're definitely great. Another game is... I know a lot of people don't have, like, really mixed feelings on this game, but Final Fantasy XIII had a really good OST to it, like...
0: Whoa. Can you guys throw Henry?
1: Uh, yeah. Andre I can hear just, you, like, I can't hear Andre. Yeah, the
0: Andre just died, that was kind of weird. Oh boy. Yeah, it's not good. Someone in chat. Let me tell him that uh, if he's talking, we can't hear him. Can't hear you.
3: Well, yeah, because that's a good one, too. Love that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't say that, like it's if it comes to like honorable mentions there is quite a lot of them i yeah. think i think one of them that comes to mind for me is like especially fighting games like street street fighter third strike and tekken because tekken 3 has I, like a, a fucking boatload of favorite music that i like i like 3, Paul, paul's theme Jin's theme just you—you you cannot just say that you don't love it if you're amped into the moment where you go against an opponent. I mean, it's—it's it's very fucking good.
1: Man, I played the fuck out of Tekken three back in that era. Holy crap. Um, I—I mm-hmm. I, I like how you mentioned Tekken because one song that stands out to me in Tekken is uh in Tekken six. I'm sure you guys remember the Sheep stage. Oh, there goes Andre. Yo lay, yo lay. That was a—that was such a catchy song.
4: Yeah, you can't hear me. Yeah, yeah, we, we can get, hear, we hear you know. now. Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. Um, I guess maybe I should get a mic.
0: It's it's cool. We can we can hear you now, but uh, we had to try to fill in the dead air. So can you continue from there?
4: Yeah. Um. Okay, I'll go by quickly. But um, all right. Um, go by quickly. Uh, Yaga's Zeroes OST is great. Jack, one great music. Don't Make Cry Three is really good. I love the Doom OSTs and. Uh, what was another? Final Fantasy XIII, I believe that's it? Yeah.
0: I think that's it. Okay, those are all your picks. Okay. So, uh, for the worst soundtracks, and I'm, I'm noticing a pattern here with my list. For the worst soundtracks, I'm going to turn that into a more general discussion. Because I seem to notice here that the problem with the worst soundtracks is that they tend to be remixes of songs that got butchered in later releases or later sort of like uh renditions going from arcade to consoles and the music gets like all butchered and messed up from there and i know you guys probably have like a few examples of that especially you daybreaker because there are those songs where it's like it goes from arcade to console and it sounds like a little bit off (laughs) oh Yeah, I figured it's I'd ask you on not that one. Good. <laughs> That's
3: uh, he, not it's funny good. he mentions that I think that like three of them on my document are that. Mm-hmm. I know it's... one definitely for sure. Yeah, so... but
0: I want you to go first, Daybreaker, on this one. Um,
2: You know, it, it was kind of funny. I forgot to like put any worst soundtracks down in my document. <laughs> I should have been thinking about it as you guys were talking about it. But since you mentioned that... you know that is definitely something i will say that it with games like the one that comes to mind i think is the raiden games um the arcade soundtrack is, is really 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 good but then the ports of raiden 1 to super nintendo and genesis just don't have the same sort of appeal that the arcade game certainly did um not that they were overly like horrible but it was definitely, like, this doesn't sound the same way. You know, these, these tracks are kind of iconic, so it should, you know, have done a little bit better. And even on Super Nintendo, it doesn't sound much better than the Genesis, which is a rarity because usually the Super Nintendo has really, really good music when done right. Um, Thinking on it, like, yeah, I it's, it's really hard to say. Like, I, I typically, at least with a lot of the games that I've played, I don't really ever, like, instinctively think, like, oh, this is just, the soundtrack's awful. <laughs> like, um, I know that there was probably, like, a couple of the later Tony Hawk games that just didn't have the same kind of appeal as some of the earlier ones did with the genres of music that they put out. Um, I didn't really care, you know, I, this might be kind of weird, but, like, I didn't really care for GTA 5's soundtrack. Um, I know that it's like spread out through various radio stations when you're driving around and such but it, it wasn't anything like aside from like that the the 70s and 80s stuff I grew up with like there wasn't really anything on that soundtrack that stood out to me um but yeah th- th- this one's uh this one's kind of tough for me like it's just not something that I really ever actively think about or I can really say like yeah that soundtrack just like you know freaking. Maybe want to stab my ears with a freaking screwdriver you know
0: <laughs> i think an easy target a very, because i i do agree with the grand theft auto notion like when it comes to licensed songs there i i feel like the lineup there wasn't as strong maybe it's because they tried to do the whole modern music thing and i'm kind of like well my tastes are kind of not rooted in modern music i I like going back in the past and listening to stuff from the 80s or maybe some uh sort of like powerhouse music that's like uh new metal that was done in like the early 2000s so i I really didn't enjoy the soundtrack of gta 5 that much either i think my favorites are like stuff you would see in san andreas or vice city because they had a lot more licensed themes that really stood out to me that you could listen to on the radio from there like uh they had stuff from Kiss. Uh, they have stuff from Dokken, which I also appreciated as well. Uh, it's just a lot of stuff that you would, like, maybe put on the radio and you would notice, like, instantly if you were born in that era. So I really enjoyed it then. Uh, but the problem for bad soundtracks is that I think an easy target would be, for me, the Resident Evil... Uh director's cut soundtrack oh. for the dual shock oh, version man. where the, <laughs> oh, the Looney
4: Tunes music, guys, remember? Looney Tunes.
0: I heard so much <laughs> stuff went wrong with this. Apparently the composer was like a fraud or something, like he faked being Yeah, what he is faked it? being
3: deaf and had a ghostwriter. He had a
0: ghost And then I think he oh. did music for Anamusha. Actually, yeah, I was
4: about to get to that, um, he did work on the original O.C. for Onimusha, and I guess when that happened, they had to re-record the music completely, because that guy got booted out a of a company years ago, so that's what happened.
0: Oh yeah, that makes sense, you don't want to give him, like, residuals or anything like that? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, anyone else have, like, any worse soundtracks or just a piece of music that stood out in your head mm. and it's like, eh? Um,
3: Sonic Chronicles. Yeah, okay, yeah. the Dark Brotherhood. I don't know how the hell a franchise like Sonic the freaking Hedgehog, who has had uh, games of middling to crap quality in more times than I can count during the mid-2000s and late-2000s, in some cases, but all the things those games shared was that while the games were either meh or god-awful, the OSTs were at least good to make up for something. I mean, again, we brought up OS- like... 06 earlier. I mean, we all know that game is infamous for many reasons, but the OST is the best part about it, no questions asked. But and then, but then there's Sonic Chronicles, which you do have like I think you have like one or two like remixes there. But the problem is that everything sounds. I do not even describe it? It's all just terrible bad. mini files. It's all just bad mm. mini files. It's that's what it actually. That's what it is. It's all just bad MIDI files. In fact, from I've heard, I've heard rumors, and I don't, I'm not sure if this is the true answer, but I've heard oh. rumors that all that, all that stuff in Chronicles. A part of the reason why it's so bad is because we were given a beta build of the game because during oh, it, oh, a beta because, build, because during development, Holy. Bioware got bought out by EA, and and oh, they, yeah, were right. shit, they were shifted, they're all shifted to Dragon Age. <laughs> after that and then what we were given was a beta with placeholder music and placeholder sound effects but just hearing all that kind of makes the ears bleed (laughs) and also you want to talk about bad transitions Um, the Sega 32X release of Doom got hit nuts Oh, just about no. to get to that, because you oh, reminded me of it. I was going to say that one, actually. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that, because you go to the Super Nintendo, and you hear Doom, and you just hear...
2: It's amazing how much better the music sounds
3: on the GBA port. Like GBA port even? GBA. Oh, man. And then there's 32X, which is just, you know... <laughs> it's, like,
1: it's like they farted <laughs> on a snare drum and called it a song. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, <laughs> that's just the uh, the absolute problem with the Genesis is just the, the sound chip was so different, and just there was not enough people that knew how to compose for that yeah. system very well. There there are some that are really good, like Sonic. Team. I know you know Sonic Team. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, just. There's just so much garbage on the the uh, the Genesis when it comes to soundtracks.
3: Oh my! Wait, what? Did, Genesis garbage? Did you mean mm. Crazy Bus? Oh, oh boy,
4: the Crazy Bus. Uh...
3: I I know it's really can't much be considered much of a game, but you can't bring it. You can't just bring up terrible game soundtracks and not bring up Crazy Bus, <laughs> because you want to talk about bleeding out of your ears, just boot up just the title screen, raise the volume and hope to hell you don't go deaf in the next two and a half seconds.
0: Damn, that must suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's a testament to how bad some soundtracks can be like where they didn't give a shit. Obviously, uh, they decided to make the waveform like huge to the point where it blows out your ears or it's like a big annoying noise. I I, I just think that when it sounds like garbage like that, I, I just can't stand it. And even for like some of my favorite video games that have like composed music that's really good, like Silent Hill 1, there's other tracks where I get that they were trying to create a very scary, tense atmosphere, but there's some music that sounds like a guy is just beating on like a wooden table for like almost a few seconds. It doesn't sound appealing, but I get what they were trying to go for with that style of music. Yeah.
3: Uh, oh wait. Definitely. So, oh, so it's like a uh, Mega Man Two, where you have the second half of Wily's castle, which is not as good as the first half. Yeah,
0: you could, <laughs> I guess you could say something like that. So, uh, did anyone else have anything for worse soundtracks? I I,
1: oh go uh, ahead, Andre. You, go ahead. Okay.
4: Okay. All right. Um, you know, probably I know I know since Judge is a huge Hole fan and so am I, like, probably Soundhole Homecoming L S T The soundtrack was just. Why did you get corn of all people? Really,
1: corn? That was downpour. That was
4: downpour. 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 Yeah, that was. That's. Yeah, it's downpour. Why would you get corn for downpour, man? No Akira Mm -mm. Yamioka. Yeah,
0: that that one is weird because they replace Akira with uh, I think his name is Daniel Litch or something like that. He, He did like a TV show. He did, he, did De- he did Dexter, yeah. Yeah, it just it just wasn't the same. Like, I think I, I think that's also like something that can be noted. Like when you can tell that a composer has been replaced, and it doesn't really feel right when you go to the next entry. This is it's just weird when that happens. But um, continue on, Andre.
4: Yeah, but um, oh sure. Uh, another OC I don't like too much is um. Probably the Ratchet & remake, but that's mostly just how bland it is. The music in that game is just very, it's just really, unfor- it's, it's very forgettable because the first game had pretty good music. Like, I do remember a lot of the themes and how they went because it had this, like, techno vibe to it, but the remake is just very generic, like, org- movie music, you know, like you hear in a Marvel movie or something like that. It's, it wasn't that good, which... Which actually brings me to another game, Sonic Boom, the, if that game even had music to be honest, Sonic Boom, though, Steve, is just very, it was the same thing as Ratchet oh. it was just generic music. <laughs> no, it did, That's...
3: it it did have music, but it was just, it was just there, pretty much, it's not anything it... exciting, because, you, you gotta remember, that was not a Sonic Team Sonic game, so they didn't really have any of the actual good composers working on anything. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like it's like a sad day when even Sonic Forces had like better music than that because actually, like Forces did have a more mediocre soundtrack, just like Boom did, but it still had memorable stuff that you'd at least go back and be like, "Hey, that was that was right. Yeah, I think
4: Forces had pretty good music. I uh, Fistbump is a mixed bag. I like it, but at the same time, I. I don't know. It just didn't really click with me. That's about it, really, in terms of battle scenes. I can't really think of anything else. I know they play a lot of licensed games with really forgettable music, but that's kind of it, really.
0: All right. So next up is JoJo. Before we move on to the next topic.
1: All right. Um, my first pick for really bad soundtrack, I would have to say. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the Ultima games on the PC from like the '80s all the way up to like '99. Um, I've
2: only ever uh, played one of the NES Ultimas, so I, I never played the PC ones.
1: Right. Well, Ultima Nine had a. It was a soundtrack that was more annoying than anything because all the songs sounded sounded too alike and they all had this stupid lyon. it was just annoying like like i can like like amongst all the other problems with the game the soundtrack was just really really irritating and generic it sounded like rejected winnie the pooh music for lack of a better term um another soundtrack i really did not like though this is just on a personal taste but uh uh final fight streetwise I mean, there were some songs on that soundtrack I enjoyed, but the rest of it was, you know, I, I really didn't like it. It was mostly screamo metal and some like uh, gangster rap, and that's just, you know, it's not my thing. I mean, if you guys like it, that's cool, but it's not mine. Not my pick. And I would have to say probably uh, Wolfenstein: The New Colossus, especially with the end credit song. It, it, it takes a really, really, really bad version of uh, Alice Cooper's We're Not Gonna Take It and butchers it by having some kids screaming it like they're slipknot or something. <laughs> it was just terrible. <laughs> oh
4: my god, i to take
1: that uh, like that.
4: Oh man. Oh <laughs> my god. One, not good music, but two, it's like they dropped the ball on it at least. Mm. Uh
0: okay so this this goes into uh the next few questions so um bad games with good soundtracks anyone have any picks for these like it doesn't have to be too long just cite some examples
3: mm-hmm. i know we
2: already said it yeah uh, we, think can, wait, yeah, we, we all have
3: some good examples at this point um, <laughs> did know there's still more
0: <laughs> Cheetah. <laughs> <man> really <laughs> <Cheater> <laughs> man. well
1: there was like There was, it it makes like a good rave song, I guess, like for a techno rave or something. (laughs) Okay, I I see a few,
0: like I'm reading some threads and I I see a few examples, like um, someone thought that like Terminator was uh, pretty average, but the soundtrack for that was like absolutely amazing. It's an okay game, but it's not the greatest, but I did really like the soundtrack of that. I'm also trying to think of some other ones, but I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe we did cover all this, so I gotta think of something I, else. I know mm-hmm. I mentioned
2: it earlier, uh, Mega Man X6 has a, mm-hmm. it has a really good soundtrack. Like, it really does. Um, if anything, that game has, the soundtrack's really good. Uh, it's kind of, a it still is sort of a guilty pleasure game for me, so I don't necessarily think it's as, as horrible as some of the other games out there, but you know, the I, I will at least say, if anything, that the soundtrack is really good, and and I'll mention this because the game is not, it's definitely dated, but the the game Evergrace for the PS2 was a very early launch title for the PS2. It was a, it was actually made by FromSoft. From Software, and yeah. And you can actually kind of see shades of what became the Soul series in that game. Like it almost kind of feels like a very very early prototype. Of what eventually became the Souls games, but the soundtrack is not for everybody. But I think I like it so much because it's just so unique. It uses a very different composition, unlike anything I've ever played. It it uses kind of more like chants and like you know hymns, sort of in its soundtrack. It sounds very, I, I, it's hard to say. It sounds very kind of like tribal in a way, like and it's really just very unique for that reason so i i definitely i definitely like it not every track is great but there are some on that on that soundtrack that are, are really good even some of just the uh the non the tracks with non-vocal uh elements are, are really good on that soundtrack but the game is definitely questionable I, again it's a guilty pleasure for me i i really enjoy the game a lot but um it's it's definitely one of those weird oddball soundtracks but that that is definitely something I would say give a listen to. Um, the it's kind of weird because in the game the the original sound version of the soundtrack is different. Like some of the tracks are kind of re, like slightly arranged differently in the actual game, but when you listen to the soundtrack, they're they're different. So, <clears throat> but yeah, other other than that, like bad games with good soundtracks.
3: <laughs> I'll have <I'll give> a, <laughs> a mediocre game with a good soundtrack.
2: You got Castle. Uh,
4: 2. I got one actually over Probably Don't Cry too.
2: Oh, uh, did you? Uh, I I heard Castlevania too, and I will agree with that.
3: I'm, yeah, because I mean, anyone who's played knows it's nowhere near as good as one or three in terms of the um, classic Vania trilogy. But you you hear you hear like, <laughs> sorry. All right. Uh, but you hear like like what is it? Bloody Tears, the day theme. Oh yeah. 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 When you hear something like Bloody Tears, I mean, even if the game is average at best like that's still a rockin' tune
2: yeah and I mean it's been remixed and redone so many different times like in various games and in various forms like there's one that sounds like it's straight out of a Toho game which is super dope and yeah it's just it's kind of crazy like that song became such a huge staple in the in the Castlevania series
3: or like another thing I actually surprised I didn't think of was like I know I keep picking up Sonic but um, Sonic 3D Blast, at least the Genesis version.
0: Oh god, I like, remember that game.
3: Like, that game is pitifully <laughs> average. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I played it. <laughs> it's but, it's garbage. I'm but good. The, like, I mean, when you hear some of the Genesis tunes, they're really good. And it's like, you know, some of them, as many know, went off to actually become remixes in Sonic Adventure.
1: Hmm. Hey. Oh, yeah. oh well. Oh.
3: Yeah, oh. no. As like as much as that game is just, I I mean you. I wouldn't like be like hey I'm gonna play 3D Blast today. It's just at least I can load up Green Grove
1: Act 1 and be like yep this is good. Hmm. Hmm. My I would say here's here's my pick for bad game good soundtrack. It's it's a game for the 3DO and it was one of Naughty Dog's earliest games. It's called a uh, Way of the Warrior. It's a uh, it's a Mortal Kombat you know style fighting game with digitized actors but the sound it's gameplay is really god awful like everyone jumps like 20 feet in the air and the gameplay is really hard it's hard to do moves but the soundtrack is all like freaking white zombie and it it was it was it was like the one highlight of the game other than the laughable graphics um another
0: isn't isn't white zombie like rob zombies ban or something
1: yeah, that was that was what Rob Zombie, yeah, Rob Zombie was like the lead vocalist in that band, then I, then I think he went out on his own.
0: I think what they used to do in the past a lot is they used to use his track um Dagala in a lot of racing games. I just remember that like yep. it, it always, always right. used to happen in like PS1 games, especially yep. like I think Twisted Metal as well, it used it like once. Yeah. It
1: had it had it had it in in uh yep three and four actually had a uh, Rob Zombie tracks, mm. and four you can actually play as Rob Zombie, which <laughs> yeah. is oh, which yeah, in my opinion right. is the main <laughs> highlight of that game is you could play as Rob Zombie and he's drive he drives a little car from the music video of Dracula, which is
2: cool. Yeah, he drives a hearse, doesn't he? It's
1: like... it I think I don't know. It's not a hearse. It's <laughs> it's like a it's like a like a buggy kind of car, like a, like almost a Model T.
0: Hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, that's interesting. I remember. Yeah, look
1: look up the music video on YouTube later. You'll you'll see exactly what it is. I don't know what the make is, but yeah. All
0: right, so to move on to the next one, this one is like super easy. Like, does anyone have any like favorite composers that they could list all from name now? And um, cite some of the songs they did that like sort of clicked and resonated with you.
1: All right, I, I'll go. I'll go first on this one if you guys are sure. okay with that. Go um, uh, 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 Koichi Sugiyama from uh no, no that's not his name. Uh, Squeechi Sugiyama from uh, the Dragon Quest series. He does some. He is the composer since the beginning, and he is very very good at his job. Making nice epic music that, you know, some of it pulls at the harp strings, and his best examples of that are like in Eight and Dragon Quest Eight, Dragon Quest Four. He he's one of my favorite composers, and then obviously there's uh, Akira Yamaoka from my 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 Silent Hill games. You know, I mean, what else do I need to say? The guy is a master of atmosphere and music. Um. I don't really know any other. Oh, well, I guess uh, Nobuo Uematsu. I guess did some good music, and uh, I think he contributed. He contributed to the Final Fantasy series up to like twelve, I think. Like everything before twelve was him, and uh, and I think he did uh, Chrono Trigger too, which was one of one. Which was I can't believe I didn't. I can't believe he didn't mention that one in, in the earlier Chrono Trigger. Yeah, those are my favorite composers that I know of by name, anyway.
3: Uh, to help you with the Uematsu thing, he actually he did music for Fourteen as well.
1: Fourteen, okay, well, cool. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Who is next?
1: I uh, mean, I'll go since I
3: already kind of
2: <laughs> go ahead. already sure. like
3: the minute you mentioned composers, I'm like I can already name.
2: Sure. I mean, you
3: know. I mean, he already mentioned Uematsu, but I'll just say again, I love his work in the Final Fantasy series, like, to death. I mean, like, he's, I mean, like, he got music from 4, uh, 6, 7, especially, seven's some good shit. And he even um, did 7 Remake, I saw in the credits. And I'm like, it explains a lot, actually, because <laughs> 7 Remake has some poppin' tunes as well. Um, another composer, actually, uh, I mentioned him earlier, Masayoshi Soken, who is the composer for Final Fantasy XIV, like, he's, like, now the main composer as of late, like, you know, because, and Walt Umatsu just does his thing nowadays, but Soken has, I mean, I have some, I know some people that could talk your ear off about Soken's music, it's like, you listen to some of the tunes from XIV, and you just... Again, I mentioned how good that music is, so I think that should speak for itself. But especially, like, the the main theme for Shadowbringers, I mean, just look it up and, like, it's... Holy shit, it's, like, musical genius. And in terms of, uh, like, another composer, I'm going to go again with Yoko Shimomura, the longtime composer of Kingdom Hearts. And funnily enough, the Mario & Luigi series, something I only learned about, like, a year ago. And she has this style, which you know it's her when you hear it. It's like it's hard to describe, but when you hear her style, you it's like embedded in your head forever. And I can't and I can speak of enough while, while Kingdom Hearts is a mess of a series in terms of story and gameplay and story. <laughs> One thing that can't be denied is the music always comes out pretty much on top all the time. And her work is just... uh, I'm at all loss for words at that point. And she has actually also done remixes for Smash, especially the cast theme remix. Really good, by the way. But yeah, all of them are amazing at their craft, and I hope they keep doing what they do and get more gigs, because that shit needs to be heard, man. All right and, uh, that's good for me
0: mine's this very short sweet simple and to the point mick gordon that's it <laughs> like yeah. like i really i i think he <clears throat> i think he embodies like the doom soundtracks currently for what he did with uh doom 2016 and uh doom eternal i i just can't i just can't see him now not working on a doom game and having those like fucking kick ass soundtracks like you know rip and tear going on in the background while you're shoving like a demon's arm up someone's ass i i i think you need big gordon at that rate to do like soundtracks and i think he also really did a good job with uh killer instinct which is really not pointed out often Um, uh, that he did uh, like a lot of work there but i really enjoyed the soundtrack for killer instinct and the collab he had with the artist there it was really interesting Uh, So, who is next for this favorite composer, Daybreaker?
2: Sure. Um, Obviously, uh, Daisuke Ishiwatari, who is the creator and composer for the Guilty Gear soundtracks and the games. Uh, Very awesome stuff. He's done... uh, I actually just started playing Hardcore Uprising, and he did the soundtrack for it. And it's kind of crazy because the game also has a very similar aesthetic style to what uh, Guilty Gear Xrd became. So it's really, really cool, and that just blew me away. And there's actually a little secret track that you can play during the first stage of the um, original Contra music. It's the first stage from the original Contra game, and if you do the Konami code, you can actually hear like a redone version by him for the original Contra song uh, stage. So I, I thought that that was super cool. And then the only other one that I have to mention, because a lot of the soundtracks I'm looking at, because I was kind of researching, um, are done by, by several different people. But uh, one name is uh, Mich- Michiri, uh, Michiru uh, Yamine. Yame. I, I am so sorry if I butchered that. But she was a composer for a lot of the Castlevania games. She's, she composed the Castlevania Symphony of the Night soundtrack and then later did several of the handheld titles. As well as Lament of Innocence soundtrack, which is uh, probably an honorable mention for me. That's a really stellar soundtrack, uh, regardless of whether or not you, how you feel about the game. Soundtrack really good. So uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely shout outs to her.
0: Andre, uh,
4: let me think. Uh, I'll go by clip because there's actually I think two are up. Um, one is Harry Gregson Williams. He did. Mel Gear Solid 2, 3, and 4 soundtrack. Um this is awesome. He's really good. Like he's I'm um, actually funny enough, he did uh, the music for Shrek like he actually composed for the Shrek? first Shrek movie. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you, oh, dude, but like But Harry Jackson Williams is really good. He's pretty underrated, I really like his music. Like I do love the soundtrack for the Metal Gear games, they're all great. Um, um another one is Probably Keishi Okabe, who did Near and Near Automata's soundtrack, he's, a lot of his music is just downright beautiful, and it's, and what makes it even better is, um, Emmy Evans does such a great job with, uh, you know, singing the lyrics for the song, it's really good, and I think that's about it on my end, but yeah.
0: Alright, so we're going to um in case did anyone did everyone else go? Am I forgetting anyone? I think so. Okay, so we're gonna do the final two topics. Um a pretty easy one uh for this one is favorite boss themes. Uh who wants to go first?
1: Mm, I'll go if no I'll go if anyone else is okay with it.
0: Go ahead. Sure.
1: Um my right. favorite one of my favorite boss theme would have to be the uh in Street Fighter Alpha 2 or Alpha 3 I think it was in both of them where it's the uh the big field where it's Ryu versus Sagat that song got me um I'd say another final boss music another or a boss theme in general I liked was the uh the boss theme in Final Fantasy 7 like da 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 it just I love tracks that do that and of course
0: that was like uh, can... Airbuster, right
1: uh, yeah, it was Airbus. It was pretty much all most of the bosses really, but Airbuster had that song. Mm. At least in the original. I don't know what it is in the remake now. It's
0: pretty much it, the same, just recomposed it's the same.
1: Alright, and the one I cannot forget about, obviously, is Lu Boo's theme in Dynasty Warriors, specifically four. Like when you hear that music, run. <laughs> do not pursue hashtag do not pursue lubu. Run
0: away! on the way i i think for me it it just goes without saying i'm gonna cite one particular track i really really freaking loved all of the boss themes from virgil from uh, dmc3 i i I thought they were I, i just liked how it really resonated to the mood each and every single time and it got more tense as you went on um and each soundtrack sounded like really just i i think the final one uh for virgil 3 just sounded really like orchestral and you you knew that this was going to be like the final fight the end so they pulled out all the stops to make it sound as epic as they possibly could and and that really i i think that really just seals the deal it's like either you're going to be killed or the final boss is and once you create those moments that's when they're everlasting in my opinion so who wants to go next
3: volunteer volunteers tribute go ahead sir oh boss themes that's always a tricky topic to talk about but i will once again cite final fantasy and oh that's still tough so i'm just gonna say uh six's boss theme is I love the high energy in that. It's just that like when you hear it, you know, you know you're ready for a fucking fight, and in some cases, ready to suplex a goddamn train.
0: I knew that was coming. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I love finishing off the train with the suplex.
0: Oh, so great, dude! They need to remake that game. Just, just do it. Just fucking do it, please.
1: Missed opportunity for that. It's like if they, if they remake it, if they remake it and there's not and you cannot suplex the train, they're doing it wrong yeah yeah.
3: and also yeah. on the topic of sexy, I mean, I know this is going all the way to final boss, themes, but still, you can't forget dancing mad. Like yes. so it, it's all tiered perfectly, not just from like the 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 climb of Kafka's godly tower in his phases, but also just the final part in general. Again, dancing mad indeed, cause that motherfucker was crazy. And, oof, let's final, like you already mentioned 7, so I don't need to go that. Uh, 9 is, oh my god. Um, the Raw, the regular boss team is great. I have to give my credit to the final battle against Kuja. You know, insert your We Will Rock You memes here in the comments. <laughs> and, is out of nowhere as he is, the fight with Necron is always still a good bopping tune. <laughs> like you're Like, it's just... Four of you, like, you know, fighting for the survival of humanity. Some weird godlike thing. thing. Yes. P.S. How many of JAPGs have done this? A lot. Uh, blooming Villain from Persona 5 is also... A... Oh, man, that's a good one. It's like the first time you hear it when you go against the first boss. It's just like, I'm ready to kick your ass, you son of a bitch and uh well okay the entire kingdom hearts series i'm just gonna say that right now they got a multitude of boss themes in there but i can't really pick one of them so i'm just gonna say say them all especially like some of the uh three renditions i like too because i like, remixed yeah, remix some of the ones in the first one and they sound a lot less midi because of it and thank goodness for that because it gave some it gives them already good tunes but that much needed life But, uh, yeah, like, noticing a lot of JRPGs in my repertoire. But, I mean, what can I say, though? I think we can all agree that JRPGs, like, most of the time really tend to nail boss music. Especially. They
0: do. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's... Either it's, like, stuff like Grandia 1 with the, you know, boss themes or Final Fantasy Seven for me or even stuff like Neo. They They really... It's just something about those games where they understand that the journey is very prolonged and they know how to put the music in a very sweet spot. That's, that's I, I haven't ran into like a, a JRPG or RPG in general, action RPG that has like terrible music placed in a certain area, not yet at least. So Andre, you are, I think you're the last one. Did you go?
4: I don't know, I haven't gone, but um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I'll go. Uh... You know what? It has to be this way from Metal Gear Rising. The final bossing of Metal Gear Rising was amazing. Like, I I think once I got to Armstrong, heard that theme, and it just kicked in. Holy shit, I was not for a while, right? Like, I I think what's cool about the whole song is it kind of symbolizes, like, writing and Armstrong's ideals, essentially, because, you know, right? They fight for their beliefs, and, like, the whole song just was perfect. I don't have any issues with it. I think um other one is I think all the Yakuza games have really good final boss music. Like there wasn't like um you know Yakuza Zero, one, two, and three. I haven't played four and five yet, but all the games have pretty good final boss music from prior. And I guess finally I would probably wanna say maybe Silver Bullet from DMC five. I really it really does feel like, uh, kind of out of place, but it's really catchy. I did like it. So, I do kind of wish uh, the duel, you know, virgils When you fight Virgil once, um, I do wish it was the final bossing, but... Bolt's good, but, yeah, that's about it for me.
0: I think it's almost criminal that we didn't mention MGR until
1: now. Yeah, huh? right? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, know I feel kind of tough for that. I was... I can't believe I, I can't... I was just thinking that, too.
0: That is that is absolutely criminal. Yeah. Oh, Metal Gear Rising had such a great soundtrack, man. I oh, right. I was like,
4: the No one was bringing it up, so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll bring it up.
0: <laughs> as, it's better now than never, as they say. Yeah. Um.
3: Um. What was Sam's theme called again? Only thing I, I know for real. Yeah, like, the only thing I've ever known. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that one's a. Oh my God.
0: But I think. enough that shit. I think we're going to um close it out with the final I, question, which is um why I is music
2: go on the last one.
0: Oh sorry, Daybreaker, my bad. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Damn.
2: <laughs> it's, go, it's, it's totally fine. Uh but I have I have quite a bit because there there are just so many good boss themes. Uh Brad mentioned Devil May Cry. I love the Neo Angelo boss themes. Uh, especially when you fight him for the third time in Do- Devil May Cry 1. I-, I love that theme to death. Um, the uh, all, uh, all of the Shadow of the Colossus boss themes are super good because it- it's super awesome, too, because those are, like, progressive soundtracks. So it's like you have this, like, you know, immense boss theme when you first fight the Colossus, but then, like, you know, when you start climbing the Colossus, the theme changes and it, like, hypes you up. It's like, oh, yeah, you're actually, you know, fighting this thing. So that, those are really good. Um, the uh, the final boss theme in Rengoku Tower of Purgatory has to be probably one of my favorite boss themes. Um, the Code Vane boss themes are really good. Uh, I didn't there there wasn't a boss theme in that that I didn't really care for. Um, really solid stuff. I I really like the uh, direction they went with that soundtrack in particular. Uh, the the Super Metroid boss themes are really good. Like I love the Ridley. Boss theme, uh, it's been remixed and redone to death. Like in modern, you know, video games, especially in the Smash series, have like, you know, guitar metal versions of that of that track. So that's really cool. Um, God, there was one I just I I just had on the top of my head and I can't remember it. But uh, the the last one I I, the last couple I'll say is uh, when Lord of Cinder in Dark Souls One, a a freaking phenomenal boss theme. It's it's so fitting and probably if if I would say it's probably the best track in that game uh, in in Dark Souls one. Uh, some people may beg to differ. I, I mean, not that any of the other boss themes are necessarily bad, but it's just that one particular really just captivates me because it's so different from the other ones. Because there's no vocals and it's just piano and it's and it's really really great. Uh, and moving forward from that, the final boss theme, the uh, the Soul sender in Dark Souls 3 is a absolutely phenomenal boss theme. It, it just works so well for that final boss. It's, it's really, really great.
0: All right. So the final question that we have here is why is video game music important? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, why is video game music important to you? in general like what makes it stand out to you the most when you hear these things in a video game and you have these emotions?
3: I mean when it comes Mm. to music and games it just helps to set the mood of a scene or a particular moment.
0: Yeah I think that's Mm going to be the general like sort of response like just depending on what's going on you know whether it brings out emotion, drama um whether it shows like what a character is going through at the time because you know we we project ourselves onto these characters and they show a wide range of emotions with their trials and tribulations Uh, i i think the music that conveys that it what it is it makes it important uh to the avatar to the player uh to understand what's going on and i really i really appreciate and i enjoy that a lot um I, I just don't like it when it's like they try to do these little sort of uh, tactics where it's like there's no music to set a scene but sometimes that could be also good like to set in the shock and devastation of uh, a character dying so I, well, it all,
3: I, it, yeah it all depends on placement yeah it, 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 it all depends on
0: placement you, you also can put like a soundtrack in a certain place and it sounds off And that has happened in many games before uh where they rearrange pieces and uh they decided to add music in where it shouldn't be uh so it all depends on how it's executed and uh, am i really caring about what's going on in the scene and the music will supplement and convey that a lot
4: yeah I think one thing that's important with the video game soundtracks is um, it really adds a lot of charm and personality to the game. Like, like that's the thing I like. It really adds to like not only just maybe like the world and just maybe the characters, but also like the story in general. You know, because it really has like that feeling to it that really like resonates with you.
1: Yep, like. Like what everyone else has been saying, music's gotta 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 put you in the in the mood for whatever's going on in the game. Like if you're like if you're doing a like if you're doing a a big you know battle, like a big battlefield, get some like you know fast metal guitars and shit like that. If you got a an emotional scene, you know. Atmospheric yep. foreboding music. If you're doing like a horror game or a or or an emotional game like Bioshock or something,
4: yeah. And like um, I know like, a, like for example, like fighting games usually have like a lot of the characters usually have their own themes, or if not, they just have like this really stuff that gets your adrenaline pumping. Or they, you know, they have like a lot of different variety of tracks, like either rock or. Or orchestrated music, you know, like either say like the Guilty Gear games or, um, I know Street Fighter and Tekken did have a lot of like rock and orchestrated music, and I think they even had a little bit of rap there and there, but yeah.
3: It's like imagine, yeah. it's like, imagine some moments in games without music, and just oh, no. the, how much of its impact dies because of it.
4: Yeah, a game would be really boring. Like, there are some games that do ambience well, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, i played games with not a lot of music, like during really quiet moments, but it's not the worst thing, because usually the music in that game ends up being really good, like when you actually get into, like, you know, a battle or something like that, which I'm fine with
0: personally. I, I can definitely tell you that it did not work for Resident Evil 2 Remake. I mean yeah the ambience was great but i kind of just missed the classic themes that played in the game which is why i turned on the classic soundtrack it's a few yeah it's a few standout pieces here there but overall it it did not work for what it was going for and i'm pretty sure some people might like it but i was not personally a fan so i'm like classic soundtrack all the way
4: yeah, re 3s music is a little lacking at times too because I didn't really hear much of it to be honest.
0: With you. I'll I'll give them some credit. There are recomposed themes for re three, and at least you can actually hear music in that game as opposed to re two. But yeah, overall, I I would say the classic uh OSTs for three and two were really stand out.
2: I definitely think for me it. When it what really helps is is that if the music definitely fits the the tone, I think that's a super important, and I know we kind of already touched on this, but like for example, like you wouldn't want a horror game like silent Hill 2 for example, like you wouldn't want that having like upbeat poppy sort of tones and instruments in its music um that can work in in the instance of like the credits music. that's fine, you know it has it has guitar prominently featured in in the ending themes but um you know you don't you really want to make sure that the the music that you go for is is compatible if you will with what you're trying to convey you know if if the game's like core at its core it's like a horror game you're not going to want upbeat or any sort of like you know poppy music you're going to want like more dark Tones, you know, maybe a darker metal, uh, you know, sort of thing, you know. So you're you're definitely gonna want music of that nature. But if it's a game like an action adventure game, you're gonna want, you know, guitars and upbeat music that gets you, that that gets the blood flowing and things like that. Um, and, and certain in certain instances too, uh, we d- we did briefly touch on Final Fantasy VII remake, and I don't want to spoil it too much, but the the way that they redid the Genova track. In the game is, is really, really good. It works really well. at first, I wasn't really digging it, but it, it has like a, a sort of like shift in the way that the music is presented as the fight goes on. Uh, so it, it definitely is, it, it definitely captured it a lot better in that aspect. So that, that is definitely something I, w- I would say that I look for in games is that the, the soundtrack complements the game very well.
4: Indeed. oh yeah. Um, like from what I read, Reddit too. I mean, there isn't too much music, but from what there is music, it's really damn good. Like it really sets the mood. But yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I think the more you you play and the more you experience it, the more you'll probably like where the music is put in certain scenes. But oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna sign out because I'm getting like kind of hungry so uh we're gonna do
1: i'm hungry too (laughs) yeah getting kind (laughs) of Uh, hungry great minds think alike i guess
0: (laughs) so we're gonna start off with andre where can we find you
4: um you can find me at twitter uh, andre b venom and it was a lot of fun being on this podcast talking about um what happened you know what was going on but hey i had fun
0: yeah, Don't worry about it. It's, it's all about the fun that matters. We we have yeah. tech issues all the time. Uh, Daybreaker where can we find you?
2: You guys can find me on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter under Daybreaker Rain. Uh, I actually am trying to get back into the swing of streaming. I'm a night owl though so I stream late. So if you're a night owl like me, uh, come on by. I'd, I'd love to have you. Also it was a lot of fun having this podcast. Uh, I completely forgot that we were doing it but I'm glad that we were able to Get a couple of people together to, to do it.
0: Yeah, it's better. Like I said, it's better late than never. And honestly, I, I thought this went like super well, even though I was like, there's no doc, so what are we going to do? I was kind of freaking <laughs> out, but we managed <laughs> but... to pull through in the end, so that's pretty good. Yeah. At least yeah. we had fun, you know? That's all that matters. Yep. Yeah. Next up is Inferno. Where can we find you, buddy?
3: Find me on YouTube and Twitch at InfernoDragon343, and on Twitter at InfernoDragon3D.
0: All right, and next up is obviously Mr. JoJo.
1: You can find me on Twitter at TheLostJoJo, all one word, and you can find me on YouTube of the channel JoJo's Woodshed. I plan to stream at least once a week. In fact, I think tomorrow I might be streaming some some Dynasty Warriors 8, so come by if you want to see me mash up armies of bad guys with rock and metal music.
0: Alrighty, awesome, awesome. And for me, you guys already know what it is. You can find me at YouTube at Renegade Operative. You can find me on Twitter at RenOperative Operative underscore. Uh, I will be trying to get this podcast up as soon as possible, also, along with our reaction to uh, MK Scorpion's Revenge, because I'm sitting on the back burner with that, and our uh, Doc Stalkers 3 sort of like um, tourney for fun. Uh, so look forward to that coming to the channel very, very soon. And obviously I will be trying to work on the haunting ground first impressions. I got to play that, see how it is. And, uh, I'll give my opinion from there. So it was fun talking to all you guys. And obviously if you are watching this on YouTube, hopefully you like it. Uh, we are signing out as the IAS. Hopefully you guys take care. Be safe out there. COVID is crazy. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your
4: hands. (laughs) Wear a um, mask. Stay safe. Stay inside. Stay indoors. Hey, ho,
1: watch out for wasps. Yeah,
0: watch, oh, out, for oh, watch out for big bees. Watch out
1: for the murder hornets. Yep. They they are yeah. invading
0: the the west coast right now. So be yeah. careful out there. Anyway, yep. we will see you guys later. Take care.
2: Later, guys.